بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم إلهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا In the last discussion it ended on the final ayat of surah Al-Fatiha Sirat al-Ladhina namta alayhim غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين That after asking Almighty Allah to show us the straight path to lead us on the straight path to allow us to reach the end of our journey clear mention was made that the path that we are asking Almighty Allah is a part of those people upon whom Almighty Allah had showered His unique favor it was because of this favor they were able to reach where they reached غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين was an indication that there were many people who started on this path they were given a book They had a Nabi, they had guides, they had the knowledge. But for some reason or the other, Almighty Allah was not going to allow them to reach the end of this path. Some of them, despite knowing the truth, out of hasad, jealousy, love of this world, for some reason or the other, they were going to stand up in conflict and against Almighty Allah. Knowing that the anger of Allah would descend upon them. That they would never manage to defeat Almighty Allah. But they were, it was, for them it was like worth it. And then there were those that were so oblivious, so unaware. They did not know that those that were guiding them were taking them very far away from the path. In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah Tabarukullah starts, Alif Lam Mim, Thalika Al-Kitab. That in the previous, in Surah Al-Fatiha, the question was, or the dua was, That, oh my beloved Allah, bless me with hidayah. Take me on the spot, show me the spot, allow me to reach the end of the spot. In the beginning of Surah Baqarah, that dua has been accepted. And Almighty Allah says, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابِ That is the book. That is the book means this is the book. But very high the maqam of this book is. As though you are indicating, when you indicate to something great, you don't say this, you say that. Almighty Allah says, that is the book, meaning this is the book. Your dua has been accepted already, the book has come to you. But the question was that the book had also come to the people before. They were known as Ahlul Kitab, the people of the book. Yet they were the very people who then became Al-Maghdub alayhim. Nabi Wasallam said, the Jews, they were given the book. Nabi Musa wasalam brought the Torah to them. وَلَضَّالِّينَ Allah's Nabi Wasallam described it. They are the Christians. They were given Nabi Isa wasalam. They were blessed with the Injil. They were not free or they were not left without a book. But what did they not have? So Almighty Allah says, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابِ This is that book. But immediately after that it's also mentioned هُدَلْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ But it should be remembered that just having this book alone is not sufficient. Later on in the surah, Allah will say, with this very book, يُضِلُّ بِهِ كَثِيرًا 
that there have been many who Almighty Allah will take astray with this book. وَيَحْدِي بِهِ كَثِيرًا هُدَلْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ was to make indication that just having the book, just growing up in a house of Iman and Islam, whether you become a Hafiz of Quran or an Alim of the Deen, or your father or grandfather was a great Fatih or Mufti, you are from a very great Nasab, just having the things around you doesn't mean you will reach the end of the path. There were people in the past who came from a very great lineage. They came from the lineage of the Anbiya alayhim salam They could trace their lineage to Nabi Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam. They were real Bani Israel. But Hidayat wasn't written for everyone. They were masters of the book. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would say that there are about 10 Jews in Medina Munawwara. They all know I am the truth. If they believe on me, there'll be not a single Jew left. But they were not ready to believe. This kitab was not going to be hidayat for whoever got the kitab. And this is a mistake we all make today. That because that Quran is in my shelf, it means I'm entering into paradise. Because I have become hafiz, or my child is becoming hafiz, when the jalsa of hifz takes place, it's not a jalsa of jannah. When a certificate of becoming an alim is given to someone or an alima, it is not a certificate that najat has been written. Almighty Allah explains, This book will allow that person to reach the end of the path. That person who is ready to believe. means that whatever the eye sees to be ready to say the opposite. Whatever the ear hears to be ready to accept the opposite. A very high level of iman this is. The whole world has trusted the aql. The whole world has trusted the eye. My eye has never lied. It is as I see it. It is as I heard it. It is as I understand it. This kitab was going to take that person till the end of the road. Who would allow himself to be blessed with a quality which is called iman bil ghaib. That there will be certain times on the spot. When certain commands will come in front, which will make no sense at all to my mind, the entire world of science will say something, they will show something, the media will portray something, everyone will be saying something, my ear will be hearing one thing, my eye will be hearing one thing, my mind will be saying to me one thing. But then when I look at the Quran or the Sunnah, which has been established from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and I find it saying something else. It was at that moment when Abu Bakr radiallahu an, when people mocked and they said to him that your friend Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has come back and he has said that last night, we call it the night of Mi'raj, he has said that last night, his Allah took him from Makkah Mukarramah to Al-Aqsa. They were not even talking about the journey to the heavens. Just the journey from Makkah to Al-Aqsa for them was more than enough. Everyone was quiet. The normal of the Sahaba would have been that let me go and ask Allah's Nabi directly, did he really say this? Because it's a thing that's not so easy to believe. Abu Bakr on that day he established for the world the criteria to be from amongst the people for who Hidayah was written. 
His answer to the people was that if my friend has said he has gone, then he has definitely gone. He says, I believe in my friend when he says to me that every day from the heavens an angel is coming and bringing to him words from the mighty, almighty creator. He says, when I am ready to believe that, I will be ready to believe whatever my friend says. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on that gave him the title Siddiq. This is Alladheena Yu'minuna Bil Ghaib, this entire Quran, whether it makes sense to our mind, whether it does not, whether it is muafik, whether it confirms to what we see or not, our iman is on the unseen. Whatever doubt shaitan can blow into the mind of an individual, but whose answer is to the devil, that I believe in that which I can't understand, because my Allah is Wara'ul Aqal, wa yuqimuna salata. When my Allah said to me, wake up and perform salah, I wake up. My sleep is very important, but in front of my Allah's command, my sleep no longer remains so important. My business is very important at the time of Zuhr and Asr, but in front of the command of Allah, my business no longer remains important. My salah of Isha is late at the night. I do not want to go out. I will rather perform it at home, but because of the command of my Allah, I will walk out. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Bashir bid nuri tam alladheena yamshuna Those people who will walk out in the darkness, then give them the glad tidings that on the day when everyone will be in the dark, they will have a complete light. They asked, who are those people? It was meant that those who will go out in the time of Fajr when it's dark, who will go out at the time of Isha. So Hidayah has been written, one is for that person who is ready to believe even if it does not conform to what he understands. It does not conform to what he sees, what he hears. His trust on Almighty Allah's word is more than his trust on his own tajruba and experience. The most important thing in his life is, when my Allah says to me, stand, I stand. When my Allah says to me, bow, bow I bow. And the test of man's obedience has always been wealth. It is that thing which the heart of every individual becomes connected to. And from what we have given them, when we say to them, spend, one is called zakat, no matter how hard and how high the amount is, when the man has to give it, he understands this is the proof of my submission to Almighty Allah. In this Almighty Allah has mentioned in the first page of Surah Al-Baqarah, just having the Quran with you or in you is not sufficient. You being an amil of the Qur'an, believing on every verse of the Qur'an, and then practicing on the demands of the Qur'an, then this Qur'an will take you till the end of the spot. Almighty Allah then mentions in the surah, in numerous places, that many a person feels that because my family had it, because I got it, it's part of our family tradition. Qur'an has always been amongst us. The manner I read, my father was a great alim, my grandfather was a great scholar, so that means my work is done. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said very beautifully, remember, that person whose actions cannot take him forward, his lineage is not going to help him at all. Almighty Allah in the next few pages is going to speak about that group, who what we call they had the book, Ahlul Kitab. They were of the best of lineages and progeny, they were known as the Banu Israel. Israel is the title of the father of Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam. Nabi Yaqub alayhi salam's title was Israel, the servant of Allah. 
His children then became and his progeny became known as the Banu Israel. This progeny was blessed with the most amount of Anbiya that any progeny ever got. They were blessed with the title وَفَضَّلْنَاكُمْ That we have given you preference over the rest of the world. Almighty Allah, why does He mention it in the beginning of Surah Baqarah? It is mentioned as a warning to the people who now got the book. That remember before you there were people who had the book. But just having the book was not sufficient. When they did not appreciate the book, then being from the lineage did not mean anything by Almighty Allah. It is the system of man that when you become very close to someone, a time comes where the person himself starts thinking, I'm the boss. In the court of Almighty Allah, no one becomes the boss. Everyone is a slave. Almighty Allah speaks in detail now. Almighty Allah refers to the Bani Israel, but the intended addressee was us. That remember the people of Israel, the progeny of Nabi Yaqub salam, Yusuf salam's family, the family in which Nabi Musa salam was born, Nabi Isa salam, Zakaria salam, Yahya salam, Dawud salam, Suleiman salam, which which great Anbiya, but just being from that family did not mean anything. Almighty Allah will now mention what did they not have because of which despite being given so much they lost it all. Almighty Allah says, Ya Bani Israel, Uzkuru ni'mati allati yan'amtu alaykum. O the children of Israel, we call it Banu Israel. We can call it O Jews and Christians. You can call it O people of the book. The real people who are being addressed is me and you. But Almighty Allah in a unique manner is referring to them. One person is being shouted but the other is being intended. Almighty Allah said to them that remember my favor upon you. Remember my favor upon you means do not ever think that Islam and the true deen is your birthright. Do not think that you own it. I have made a promise with you. My promise is to forgive you and to give you paradise. But remember, you also made a promise with me. Your promise with me was you will submit. If you are ready to fulfill your promise, I will definitely be ready to fulfill my promise. But don't ever think that Jannah has been already set for me. There is no way anything is going to take me away. Then I can do now what I want. Almighty Allah says, وَلَا تَشْتَرُوا بِآيَاتِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا وَإِيَّا يَفَتَّقُونَ That you will have to fear me on the spot. When we speak of the mercy of Almighty Allah, it must never ever happen that we become so bold against Almighty Allah as though a thought comes in that my Allah will definitely never punish me. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was taken for mi'raj. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw people burning in the fire. From amongst those that he saw, he saw people of salah and zakat also burning in the fire. There is no guarantee in this that the fire of Jahannam will not touch an individual. Allah Tabarukala again speaks to the Bani Israel. Ya Bani Israel, uzkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum. That remember my favor upon you. If the people of this Quran start remembering this favor, if we forget this, Umar radiallahu would say this many a time. He said, it's not for the first error of the people of Iman that I fear. Because they saw the error of Kufr. 
He says they realize what gift they have been given. They will die for this gift of Iman. He says it's for the next errors that I fear. He says I fear for those people who will be born in Islam. Perhaps he was referring to me and you. They will think Islam to be something light. They will not understand that this is a favor of Allah which is unique. And thereafter a time will come when they'll become oblivious to the favor. May Allah save us all. And you will find people that they began thinking that Islam is actually a burden. Looking around them in the world, they find others so free to do what they want. But I have commands on my head. What was meant to be a great favor, when man forgot it was a favor, he began taking the favor as a burden. Almighty Allah speaks to the Bani Israel, me and you are being addressed. That this Quran has come to us. We are now the people of the book. Almighty Allah says, O people of Israel, remember my favor upon you. Remember I had given you preference over the rest of the world. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came. He was Akramur Rusul, the greatest of the Anbiya. Because of him we became the greatest of the Ummah. Of all the Ummah before, we are the greatest. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu said, the last to come, the first to enter paradise. But this message was given that remember they also were given preference over the rest of the world. But it never helped them. وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا لَا تَجْزِي نَفْسٌ عَن نَفْسٍ شَيْئًا They were told, fear that day when one person will not be able to help somebody else. You will have to stand in front of Allah. I will have to stand in front. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi described it. It will be you and Allah in front. لَيْسَ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهُ تَرْجُمَانِ There will be no interpreter. Man will look in front of him and all that he will see is what? He will look at his right, he will look at his left. All that he will see is what he sent. He will see in front of him the fire of Jahannam. At that time Nabi Wasallam said, Do something to protect yourself. Nabi Wasallam would say to his daughter, He said, Oh my daughter Fatima, on that day your father will not be able to help you. Nasab is not going to talk on this day. Wala yuqbalu minha shafa'a. Before Almighty Allah allows intercession is not going to help. Wala yuqadu minha adl. One person says I'll be ready to pay for my salvation. That's not going to help. Wala hum yunsarun. You could have had armies in this world. You could have had followers in this world. Allah says nothing is going to help. It is going to be every individual and his Allah. If we appreciate the gift of Quran, we will not take the road that the Bani Israel took. As long as a man continues making shukr of this favor of Quran, he will never take Islam to be a burden. Fajr will never be a burden. Zakat will never be a burden. Ramadan will never be a burden. The day shukr on this gift stops. That is the day we become on the road of the Bani Israel. When they forgot the gift Allah had given them, then their attitude changed. They became rude in their words. They became rude in the manner they spoke. Almighty Allah in this Quran now, in this first juz will explain, وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى that how rude they became after that. Almighty Allah says, remember when you said to Nabi Musa salam, لَن نُؤْمِنَ لَكَ we will never believe in you. Look at that sentence. Thus they said to Musa salam after they saw the drowning of Firaun. With their eyes they saw Allah Tabarukullah destroying Firaun. But when a person's nature becomes such that he does not understand a favor has fallen on someone, 
then that very favor becomes to him a burden. The Banu Israel spoke in the manner that why did you bring a burden upon us? They said, we will never believe in you. Hatta We want to see Allah ourselves. Was the Torah not sufficient? It was more than sufficient. Was the miracles of Musa salam not sufficient? More than sufficient. What was the need of asking for another miracle? But when man does not appreciate what he has, then his nature becomes rude. Allah says, Have you forgotten that when you were in the hot areas, we would bring the clouds upon you? When there was no food by you, We send down the foods of heaven from you. How many were our favors? Almighty Allah reminds the Bani Israel, when you all were thirsty, and we said to Musa alayhi salam, idrib bi asakal hajar, with your stick hit on the stone, fanfajarat minhu thnata ashrata aina, twelve springs gushed forward, everyone knew where he can drink from, favor upon favor, favor upon favor, we gave you the foods from paradise, wa qultum ya Musa, then you began saying, O Musa, lan nasbira ala ta'ami wahid, that one food, how long are we going to be patient on one food? Fadu'ulana rabbak, we want other foods. They said now we want foods from the ground. We want things to grow like what the normal person is eating. Whatever Almighty Allah gave them, this nature of them was such. Whatever Allah gave them, Allah Tabarakullah says, do you not remember where you were once upon a time? You were living under Fir'aun. Whenever you looked up, he or his people would lash you. They would whip you. You had no say, but as soon as Almighty Allah took them out of it, when a man's nazar does not fall on the favor of Allah, he forgets all the favors. His nature becomes a mocking nature. All of this was mentioned because Almighty Allah wanted to tell the people of Iman, the people of Quran, me and you must also think, once upon a time Islam was not in our progeny. Islam was not in the lands of Hindustan. Islam was not in the lands of Africa. Islam came, our grandfathers, great-grandfathers, someone in our progeny did not have an iota of understanding what is Quran, what is Salah. We could have also today been worshipping in a manner that when we look at others' worship, sometimes we feel that how funny is their worship that could definitely have been our condition. When you look at our food and our drink, how the Bani Israel, when they were thirsty, Nabi Musa salam hit the rock and water came out. How water came out? Think about me and you. How Allah made it such. When we are thirsty, we just turn a tap and the water comes flowing out. Nabi Musa salam's Bani Israel, when they needed food, Almighty Allah sent for them what and what unique food. Me and you think about whenever we open the fridge, whenever we open the freezer, has there ever been a shortage of food? Allah gave us the Quran. Allah gave us deen. Allah gave us dunya. But Almighty Allah mentioned the Banu Israel that they were also given deen, they were also given dunya, but they were missing one thing, which was to be appreciative of the unique gift that they were given. Because they could not see their deen as a gift, for them everything was a burden. The mighty, mighty and great favors of the Allah, they just threw it one side. Then they began mocking. When a person does not appreciate deen, he sees deen like a burden. When he finds deen like a burden, then with the demands of his aqal and his mind, he starts to find fault. When an alim will give a bayan, he will criticize the bayan. When the command is given to spend, 
he will criticize the command. When the time of Qurbani comes, he will criticize the Qurbani. Whatever law of Islam will come, it's not only him. Allah says, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ Allah says, remember, when Musa والسلام, told his people, a certain incident had happened. Someone had been killed. The Bani Israel wanted to know who is the killer. They came to Musa والسلام, They said, why don't you ask Almighty Allah to reveal the killer? Musa والسلام, came back. He says, Almighty Allah has said, no problem. The killer will be revealed. But before the revelation of the killer, إن الله يأمركم Allah has ordered you أن تذبحوا بقرة That you must be ready to slaughter a cow. قالوا أتتخذنا هزوا Because it had to do with their pocket. Immediately they said, are you making games with us? Nabi Musa said, I am the Nabi of Allah. Do I make games? And then they began a game with Almighty Allah. They began asking funny questions. They asked, يُبَيِّنْ لَنَا مَاهِ that ask your Allah, what type of cow is it? Almighty Allah sends an answer to Musa salam. Say to them, it is a cow la farid wa la bikr. It must not be very young, it must not be very old. Middle age is good enough. But do what I have been ordered, ordered to do. But when a person doesn't want to do, his nature becomes. Look at the game they played by Almighty Allah. How much of sabr or how much of patience Almighty Allah made with them. Almighty Allah mentioned this in the Quran. To say, O oh, Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, me and you, that there were people in the past who also played games with Allah. It never take them very far. Me and you today also when a command comes, to use our mind and our aql to question the command. Then they said, O oh, Musa, ask your Allah what color it is. Almighty Allah played the very game with them. That okay, you want a color, say to them, Baqaratun Safra. It is extreme yellow, bright yellow. Where are you going to find a cow that is yellow? Had they done what they were commanded at the beginning, life would have been so easy. But when man wishes to play games with Almighty Allah, again they would ask. Almighty Allah would say, you want more detail, no problem. Baqaratun la zalulun tuthirul ard. You will have to now find a cow which has never worked on the lands. It has never plowed the lands. Musallamatun. It is a cow that has not a single spot on it which could be regarded as a defect, as an aib. And then Almighty Allah gave a command that explained to them if they do not find this cow and they do not slaughter this cow, then the punishment of Allah will now fall upon them. Then they came to the senses, but now it was too late. They had to go out in search of this cow. Where will you find a cow? Finally they found the cow. They had to be ready to pay the price of the cow. The weight of the cow, double the weight of cow in gold. When a man is stubborn in front of Allah, man will never come out of this thing safe. Almighty Allah mentioned, Your hearts became hard. Like stone. Or even worse than stone. Almighty Allah was speaking about who? He spoke about the Bani Israel. But the intended address was for me and for you. That because we grew up with Iman and Islam, we must never ever think this is a birthright. The Quran came because it was a, our dua, Ihdina Sirat al Mustaqim, that my Allah, please show me the path to reach you. Almighty Allah said, I will give you the book, but this first half juz of Surah Al Baqarah was to also show something else. That just remember that having the book alone is not sufficient. Had it been sufficient, 
Then there were two mighty nations before us. One was known as the Yahud. One was known as the Nasara. One became Al-Maghdub alayhim. The anger of Allah fell on them. One became Waladdalin. They went far from the path. They had the book. What they did not have, they did not appreciate the book. The book perhaps stayed on a shelf, but there was no appreciation for it. When they were told to read Quran, it was like a burden. To be able to read a novel, to be able to watch a movie was a thrill. Why did that Quran enter in my house? Why did the month of Ramadan come? Why do I have to take out my zakat? There are so many other people who are free to do what they want to do. Why in every bayan I hear a little different law? Why so many laws on Islam? This first half, this first half of Juzay Awal of the Quran was to explain so much that having the book which is the answer to our dua, Ihdina Sirat al Mustaqim, just having this mighty book, the Quran, it is not sufficient. Appreciating this Quran is the thing the Banu Israel did not have. Because of that day, they were the Ahlul Kitab, but the book did not give them any benefit. Rather, with the very book, they went further and further and further away from Almighty Allah. The message to me and you is, appreciate the book that you have. In these difficult days that we are now going through, think of this book. Look at it in your shelf. Look at how much dust has settled upon it. Think about when was the last time you turned its pages. Take it out again from the shelf. Make Toba and Istighfar that how long we have forsaken this book, how long we have ignored this book. Everything else became interesting to us. Whenever we thought about Masayrit Quran, it was like, hey, do I have to? I am a Hafiz of Quran. Hey, I'll forget my Quran if I don't read. Is it our nature like that? Is our condition like that? Or do we appreciate this book being the book of Almighty Allah? May Allah Taala bless us with the quality of shukr. Shukr on the deen that He has given us. On the favors that He has given us. It is with shukr of this Quran that inshallah we will reach the end of this path. If there is no shukr, then definitely our path will be the path of the Bani Israel. Some will end up al-makhdub alayhim. Some will end up waladdalin. May Allah Taala not make us amongst them. Allah Taala make us from that group who are known as al-ladina an'amta alayhim. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين